Welcome to our Lexio podcast for the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Through our meditation we enter into the movements of the Sunday Gospel and our eyes are open to a new seeing of God's work among us today. Be it in our own personal lives, in the workplace, in social activities or indeed in political and global affairs. Through our encounter with the Word, we're invited to celebrate all that's good and beautiful in our lives, all that there already is of God. And at the same time, we come to recognize where and how we're being called to grow as children of the Father. We'll take a few moments now to quieten our minds and hearts as we prepare to listen deeply to the gift of God's living word in today's gospel. God's food for us today is Mark chapter 4 verses 26 to 34. Jesus said to his disciples, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man throws seed on the land. Night and day while he sleeps, when he is awake, the seed is sprouting and growing. How, he does not know. Of its own accord, the land produces first the shoot, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the crop is ready, he loses no time. He starts to reap because the harvest has come. He also said, What can we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable can we find for it? It is like a mustard seed, which at the time of its sowing in the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet once it is sown, it grows into the biggest shrub of them all and puts out big branches so that the birds of the air can shelter in its shade. Using many parables like this, he spoke the word to them so far as they were capable of understanding it. He would not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything to his disciples when they were alone. Christian community, there was a certain frustration and discouragement that the coming of the reign of God, a reign of justice, equality, fraternity, peace and mercy, it was not happening quickly enough. As far as Jesus was concerned, the coming of the kingdom of God is something very humble and modest in its origins but has the potential to grow and flourish in unexpected ways. By entering into the parable of the farmer sowing the seed and knowing how to wait on the harvest, the disciples are being called to do what they can and then to wait with patience, trust and hope 
for their efforts to bear fruit with God's help. And by entering into the parable of the mustard seed, they're being reminded of the importance of doing the little things faithfully and with great love. Imbued with this power of love and assimilated into the greater movement of God's work, they can be confident that their efforts will one day bear fruit in the realization of the coming of the kingdom of God. One way of entering into the gospel passage is by remembering times when we have felt frustrated and powerless in the face of so much suffering in our world. Bombarded as we are daily with bad news of hatred, wars, famine, violence, injustice, exploitation and abuse. And yet we have trusted that our modest efforts to bring a little compassion and care into our corner of the world can make a real difference. We are invited to remember the times when we have shown a listening ear for a troubled heart. to reduce our carbon footprint yes all small things but seeds of a better world for which we long mustard seeds of love that with God's help will someday blossom into the coming of his kingdom. 
in the coming days let this meditation, this conversation between the passage and life experience, let it continue in the background as we go on our way, as we go about our ordinary everyday life activities. Let us keep our eyes and ears open to what's going on around us and what's going on in the wider world. And we may well be surprised to find this gospel passage living again in all kinds of new and beautiful ways. is right, we may be moved to prayer, to thank the Father for the gift of this passage and the grace-filled memories that it has evoked. In our own words, let God know about the mustard seeds of love that we have sown with trust and hope for a better world and the coming of the great harvest. Trusting in the Father's love and mercy, we let him know too of any sorrow in our hearts for the times that we've messed up in the little things, thinking that they were no big deal at the time. And now we've come to see the harm that they've done. Also feel to pray a prayer of petition, asking the Father that we might always value and cherish the little acts of kindness and love, and grow in confidence that these mustard seeds of love, imbued with your power, Father, have the potential to yield a rich harvest and make this world more and more the kind of place that you long for it to be. into a deeper prayer of silence and stillness. We enter into the deep moment in a loving relationship where there's no longer any need to say anything or do anything. We simply look at God looking lovingly on us, breathing his love into us believing in us, encouraging us, entrusting himself and his work to us. In the event of any distractions, perhaps we might choose a word or phrase from the passage for example, that beautiful phrase, 
shelter in its shade. And repeat this in the quiet of our hearts to assist us on this journey into greater silence and stillness. recognition of God's presence and work in our lives bear fruit in new and even more beautiful ways as we go on our way. Welcome to our Lexio podcast for the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Through our meditation, we allow the concreteness of the Gospel event to stir up concrete memories and feelings of similar events in our own lives and in the lives of those around us and in the wider world. In this way, our eyes are opened to a new seeing of God's presence and work among us today. In the prayer that flows from this recognition, we're invited to celebrate all that's good and beautiful in our lives and in our world. All that there already is of God within it. And at the same time, we come to see where and how we're being called to grow as children of the Father. We will take a few moments now to quieten our minds and hearts as we prepare to listen deeply to the gift of God's living word in today's gospel. God's food for us today is from Mark chapter 7 verses 31 to 37. Returning from the district of Tyre, Jesus went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee, right through the Decapolis region. And they brought him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they asked Jesus to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private away from the crowd, 
put his fingers into the man's ears and touched his tongue with the spittle. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and he said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened and the ligament of his tongue was loosened and he spoke clearly. And Jesus ordered them to tell no one about it. But the more he insisted, the more widely they published it. Their admiration was unbounded. He has done all things well, they said. He makes the deaf hear and the dumb speak. Through his compassionate presence, healing touch, and humble prayer, Jesus liberates the deaf man from his affliction and the associated isolation and loneliness that went with it. As they were in the Decapolis region, the likelihood is that the man is a Gentile, but that makes no difference to Jesus. He is a human being who is suffering and that is enough for him to act. By taking him aside in private away from the crowd, Jesus can be fully present to him. No distractions and he to Jesus. Trusting in God's passionate desire to make this man well again and the healing power of God already at work within himself. Jesus puts his finger into the deaf man's ear and touches his tongue with spittle. An intimate encounter, an intimate personal encounter that liberates. Opening the deaf man's ears to a new hearing and his tongue to a new speaking and all are moved to give thanks. One way of entering into this gospel passage is by identifying with the deaf man remembering times when we were deaf to hearing the truth about ourselves. A deafness that has resulted from hurts, fears, low self-image, disabled as we were by wounds, negative voices and choices, or painful rejection. A deafness that has often left us lonely, isolated, hiding and pretending. We remember now the Jesus person, friend, counselor, family member, 
pastor, an experience of God in prayer, who took us aside in private away from the crowd and who responded to our situation with great sensitivity and discretion. Over time, they were able to put their finger on the nature and the source of our deafness, gently opening our minds and hearts to a new hearing, understanding, compassion for ourselves, and new self-expression. Remember how they gave of themselves deeply, gave of their own hearts and vulnerability, touching our tongue with their spittle. As we watched them looking up to heaven, we heard another voice reminding us that despite all our limitations and weaknesses, that we were beloved, fundamentally good, called to grow in love and with much more to offer. voice that has opened us up to a new appreciation of ourselves, greater confidence and clarity in our self-expression and a fuller and more honest participation in life. Yes, a liberating encounter in which we now recognize the presence of God. In the coming days, let this meditation this conversation between the passage and life experience, let it continue in the background as we go on our way, as we go about our ordinary everyday life activities. And let us keep our eyes and ears open to what's going on around us, what's going on in the wider world. And we may well be surprised to find this gospel passage living again in many circumstances of life today.
when the time is right, we may be moved to prayer. To thank the Father for the gift of this passage and the grace-filled memories that it has evoked. In our own words, we let God know all about the nature of our deafness. The one who put their finger on the source, touched our tongue with spittle and set us free. We let our unbounded gratitude flow for all that God has done for us. Trusting in the Father's love and mercy, we let him know of any sorrow in our hearts for the times when while conscious of our deafness, we stubbornly resisted the invitation to come aside in private, away from the crowd. Frightened of where it might lead us and what might be asked of us. We may also feel to pray a prayer of petition that we might be more tolerant and sensitive to the deafness of those around us. Give us the perception and wisdom, Father, to put our finger on the nature and source of their deafness, to take them aside in private away from the crowd, to give deeply of ourselves to bring them to a new freedom so that they too may enter more fully into life. With a trusting heart, let the presence of our Father God now take over and draws into a deeper prayer of silence and stillness. We enter into the deep moment in a loving relationship where there's no longer any need to say anything or to do anything. We simply look at God looking lovingly on us, putting his finger into our ears and loosening our tongues, believing in us, encouraging us, entrusting himself and his work to us. In the event of any distractions, perhaps we might choose a word or phrase from the passage for example, the phrase, be opened, ephatha, and repeat it in the quiet of our heart to assist us on this journey into silence and stillness.
we rest our hearts simply and receptively in the presence of God. And we stay with this deep prayer for as long as it is given to us. recognition of God's presence and work in our lives bear fruit in new and even more beautiful ways as we go on our way. <laughs>